0: Welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast with Brett, Ed, Fran, Johnny, Matt and Paul helping you to build more muscle and to lose weight with a hint of banter and a dash of humour. Enjoy this week's episode. <laughs> Johnny, why are you sticking that thing up your schnoz?
1: I'm listening for the baby. Listening to the baby.
0: You're always on baby tube and record. Is that right?
1: Cherry's now as well, but she's been kicking right off just now. Aren't you Well,
0: you'll have to let Cherry deal with it. Um, we are obviously live, we are on episode number 125, um, not 26, uh, as I said um, in a different podcast which has now flipped the episode numbers around, hence the confusion of numbers. You lot don't need to know that, we'll just carry on. Um, but today we have another guest, so we'll skip the intro, Johnny, I'm not going to find out how you're doing. Actually, how are you doing? Good. You didn't do it in the words of, um, as the, the the new thing Dr. Mike's obviously pushed and saying, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm I'm fine. You're not on Instagram. You got no idea of what's going on. No, no, because Instagram's
1: right. mostly bollocks.
0: <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Unless you're following us.
1: Just oh, like Facebook's bollocks. mostly bollocks as well. Yeah,
0: it's, it's not all bollocks, but you certainly need to be quite critical and and filter who you you follow. But, okay, well I'm glad you're all right. Mm. So let's get let's get to the guest. So today we have Luke Hanna on. Hello, Luke. Hello. Hello. So Luke, how's it going? Yeah, I'm good. How are you?
2: I'm good, thanks. Know I'd be that, lying but... if I said it wasn't a Little bit nervous, you guys are taking my podcast virginity, Ooh. so be gentle. Well, wouldn't be the first double <laughs> penetration as well, look.
0: <laughs> ah, Jonathan. I'm mm. always bringing down the
2: tone. Right. Great start, um, Getting um, in early, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Well, I-, I was gonna say, I know you're fine because obviously, we just spoke before this and you told me you're fine, but um, mm. either way, uh, we um got you on today so to talk about a topic very on trend at the moment, but we'll get to that in a moment. So, let's just find out for the audience from from you, who you are. So obviously I know that you're a personal trainer, uh, a certified nutritionist, but for those that don't know you, tell them what they need to know.
2: Yeah, so um, I work at Virgin Active Moorgate as a PT there. Um, I guess, I never know how early to start with these sort of things. I'm not gonna give you my life story, but I suppose I got into fitness through sport. Um, I used to be obsessed with rugby. When I was in my teens so I kind of got into going to the gym and paying a little bit of attention to my nutrition about 12 13 years ago and then decided I wanted to work in the fitness industry so went to uni did sport and exercise science finished university came out and um, started working pretty much straight away after a while sort of realized how important nutrition was for uh, well pretty much any goals really body composition uh, performance, health. So done multiple nutrition courses. One of them being mnu which is how I know you two. And um, yeah, so I mostly do one-to-one stuff at the moment. Do uh, a little bit of online coaching, and more recently been doing more like corporate work as well. So like presentations and stuff like that. Which I saw you guys did one the other day. We did, actually, didn't you? Yeah, yeah not how too, that go?
0: Not too far away from you. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, we we enjoyed that sort of stuff, and we definitely want to do more of it. Um, mm. Like, you can get a message out to people outside of the industry. Because, like, we've done a few gym talks and stuff like that, which is great. But it's nice to get into different industries where, obviously, they don't really have the same um, knowledge levels or, or even interest in, in fitness and health and nutrition and even wellbeing. being yeah. So, yeah, no, it's cool. We really like doing it.
2: Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's it, really, I guess.
0: <laughs> well, you missed out plaid shirts and big guns, mate.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh... Uh, so, yes, too many years of doing too much bench, too much arms, and not enough legs, really, or cardio. <laughs> it's way forward. Uh, uh, I was going to say, I don't know what my excuse
0: is. Yeah, no. No, mate, I don't know what my excuse is, because um, I do too much bench with my arms, and i still got tiny arms, but <laughs> it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. It is what it is. Cool. So, I guess, like, uh, let's get on to topic. Let's find out, like, what we, we want to chat about, because... This is a very controversial topic, uh, just generally, but obviously with the release of a, obviously pretty well-known within the fitness industry now, documentary that came out on this Bible of nutrition um, platform, Netflix, where everyone should get (laughs) nutrition information from, um, called Game Changers. So, I guess like, I'll, I'll just set a premise up, just for anyone that's listening, that where the hell have you been the last week and a half, two weeks? Because you should know what it is, but if you don't, then fine. It's basically a documentary um around uh, a nutrition protocol of a vegan um it, it's it's basically vegan, although I suppose they, they're referring to a more plant based diet, but obviously they're talking vegan rather than vegetarian, aren't they, mostly? So um yeah. and it's essentially they're 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 going through some studies, research, uh case studies opinions on why they feel like a plant-based diet is not only better for health, but better for performance, better for longevity. Um, And I guess we're here to kind of give our take on it.
2: Yeah, I think it's important for us to mention as well that, um, you know, none of us have a particular bias. Um, We want to try and discuss the pros and cons in general of uh, veganism in general, as well as the documentary as well. Um, And we're probably going to be on the same page when it comes to you know what the research is saying, um, but it might be good because you know for you probably won't get someone who's more on the fence about it than me, and not just about the health side of it, but the moral and ethical side of it as well, which we we'll talk about a bit later. But obviously, Brett is a big shield for uh, shield for big cheese, big dairy He's sponsored company. by yeah. Yeah, big dairy, yeah.
0: and I've been known so, to consume not, the odd ground beef patty. So I'm probably not the best example, let's be honest. <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, and then also if you feel like that you're getting sort of triggered or upset by anything we say today, um, that might be an opportunity to sort of look inwards and think about why you're feeling like that because we're going to try and sort of be as uh, yeah, just unbiased as possible and we're just going to present the facts.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess like it's, it's a good preface and I think one that's probably needed because like we've been accused of being, like we've had reviews, people mark us down on iTunes reviews because they felt that we've been quite biased against vegetarian and vegan diets. Um, even at that corporate talk that you said that you saw we did recently, I did a one-to-one consult with a vegetarian afterwards. She said, and she was nice and polite, but she did say, I did think you were a little bit negative on vegans and vegetarians. I kind of <laughs> think like, I, I don't feel like we are or I was in that scenario. I kind of feel like sometimes you can't help but feel like you're potentially being negative on that diet because you're just presenting data and science and the research, the body literature. And obviously if that says that vegans and vegetarians aren't necessarily the healthiest diet, which obviously what a lot of vegans and vegetarians believe, then they will automatically feel like you're being negative towards that type of diet, which is probably a bit unfair in my eyes.
2: Well, they also have an an emotional attachment to it and we don't, so that's probably why.
0: Yeah, no, and that, that is true, that is true.
2: I, I think as well with uh, veganism and vegetarianism, more so than sort of, you know, keto or low carb or whatever it is you're doing, this has a whole lot more to it. Like I said, due to the sort of ethical and moral reasons as well. Whereas, yeah, the others don't really have that.
0: No, so I guess So people like, are always going to be more... Yeah, no, definitely. More attached to it. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. And I think like, let's... So let's go through some of the points of the documentary that... Kind of stand out as things that we can maybe. I don't know. I don't know if counter's the right word, or whether that automatically feels a bit um, f- fractious or aggressive. Because obviously, I guess we're not trying to necessarily go, no, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, and therefore, like the whole documentary is a piece of shit. I guess that's not what we're trying to say. However, knowing the body of evidence and stuff that's out there, it's difficult to stand by and just see this documentary kind of go on and position like a side against a side and, and i guess this yeah, would...
2: these sorts of things as well i'm never sort of sure whether i should talk about it because it gets covered so much by everybody else and i'm sort of like have people seen enough of this <laughs> but then for us it's kind of like we're probably in a little bit of a bubble mm. like we'll follow each other and other like-minded individuals so if something like this happens or in the media like the whole um cancer uh campaign you just see posts everywhere about it so i guess that should be quite interesting to hear from like the listeners if they could like message uh any of us and let us know because yeah i just sort of sometimes feel a bit paralyzed i'm like should i cover this again <laughs> or has everyone seen it a million times or uh yeah. yeah and then also it's kind of the fact that you're bringing more attention to it um i'm not sure if these sorts of things sometimes should be treated like you know, like a, I don't know, like a murderer or catastrophe, like where you, you could talk about the facts, but you shouldn't mention them by name to give them attention.
0: Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> sometimes
2: you might drive traffic to them. <laughs> That's yeah. Not really well, I, what we want.
0: <laughs> if, if our podcast was that big that it drove traffic to them, that to Netflix, I'd be more than happy to allow that to happen. Obviously we're not <laughs> yeah, in a too, position,
2: yeah.
0: but I know you say saying it's, it's, it's what I think like everyone, I think everyone should go watch it. Um, if they're interested in it anyway, I think they should go watch it. And I'm not. There, are, there are stuff like before the call when we started recording where I said there are some stuff in it which I believes probably some they got some valid points and and some of the stuff there is is worth looking at. I think you just really <clears> have some to of the messages
2: it. in general as well.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Not and I so think bad. the over, the overall message in general, I think most of us would say we we do absolutely align to. I just yeah. think they take it a bit too far in parent in parent off side by sides rather than saying that it doesn't have to be as extreme as they as they put it. So I guess like, maybe let's go just go through some of the the as to why we think that. So I mean sure. I don't know like where where you want to start because obviously we want you to come in here to talk about it to get like an, another person's opinion, someone that's interested in it, and specifically someone like you say that is quite like you're, you're on the fence. I guess maybe let's, let's let's explain why we why you're on the fence just so people can understand. Um, I, you, well, you, you tell me why you're on the fence rather than me do it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess um, I don't want to talk about like, the health side of it too much because we're sort of going to discuss that as we go through. But I mean, I can empathise with people or for those who stop eating meat for like ethical reasons. Like for myself, it's something I think about a fair amount. Um, you know, can I justify, you know, animal harm? Um, and then obviously you have the environmental side of it. And um, That side is probably not as much of a driver for me because I see a lot of Mixed arguments, and I genuinely am not sure, uh, you know, how bad it is for the environment. I'm sure it, like anything, has an impact. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I can sort of sympathize with, um, yeah, like I'm basically trying to reduce my meat consumption. I'm not going completely vegetarian or vegan or anything like that, but just I think it's quite easy nowadays as well because it is quite popular um, and almost a bit trendy, especially in London. There are quite a, a few. Good places to get like good um, non-meat food. Uh-huh. So yeah, I guess I'm sort of just like dipping my toe in a little bit. I don't know if I'd ever go full vegan or anything like that, but definitely just making some conscious effort. Um, yeah. And so I guess that's sort of why I'm probably a little bit more that way. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but uh-huh. on the health sort of side of things, we'll uh, we can talk about that as we go. Yeah,
0: so let's let's start with with the documentary itself then now then, so let's go from there in terms of some of the things that I guess they made some claims around where we're obviously promoting people to, to have like, or telling people that if you're looking at these type of things and people are making claims, like anything in life, you should probably have a, a critical mind, an open mind, yeah. and do a bit of research yourself, or certainly not just believe something because someone says it, and that goes for us, like go and do, go and do your own research, anything that even we say today. Um and we always say that. So I, I suppose obviously we're coming from that perspective where we just want people to have an open, a critical mind. But for those that aren't going to go away and look at the research or aren't going to go away and obviously try and to kind of do a bit of their own digging, like what bits can we kind of point people towards to say, look, maybe yeah. this, isn't, this isn't what it is not is not its So let's start with like the Roman gladiators, the, the yeah. story, so I don't know if you'd preface what that is and um, what they claimed.
2: Yeah, so you've got James Wilkes, uh, who's a uh, mixed martial artist, artist um, who's sort of narrating the whole thing. And he pretty much jumps in straight away talking about how uh, some scientists have done some tests on bones that they found um, that were bones of Roman gladiators. And they essentially found that due to the high bone mineral density that they were mostly eating, I think, uh, grains and a vegetarian diet pretty much um and it's kind of seemed a bit random to me and it was almost one of those things that was so stupid that i'm actually not even sure what to say (laughs) like there are so many factors that would come into play here and it's kind of like well how do you know that it was the vegetarian diet that was contributing to you know how good they were or you know could they have been better if they had had some meat products and it's a totally different environment and they would have been you know, it's their job to fight and train. And as we know, that's going to strengthen your bones up. Yeah. So can you say, I don't know if they just sort of included that at the start cause it's kind of interesting and it's kind of the whole sort of message of this was they're trying to make it seem more manly to become vegetarian vegan. It's like, what's more manly than a Roman gladiator, I guess? Mm. So yeah, that's what I sort of thought about it. I don't know about you guys.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I thought I mean, agree. Like, I just think it's one of those things where to basically jump from bone mineral density, and they did, I think they did test something in the bones to, and I can't remember yeah. exactly what it was because obviously I'm not a scientist, but they did test something in the bones, which suggested that they had a high a diet high in plant based foods. Which, yeah. you know, is probably true. I mean, obviously, I haven't gone and looked into research or know anything about that process or mechanism to basically say otherwise, so I'm going to go with it. But I still think it's a big jump to say, to go from, well, we know they ate a lot of plants, to that was the sole reason why they were big, strong, and killed loads of motherfuckers. All right, basically, I'd probably yeah. say there's a lot more factors involved. And I also believe that just because you can test, potentially, that they had a, a plant-based diet, does it mean that it definitively didn't have a plant-based diet with the addition of some animals and meat products?
2: Well, it's even that—is it—is it the fact that they've removed the meat and protein, or just the fact that they're eating lots of vegetables and whole grains? Exactly. That's, that's also one of the biggest points. Yeah,
0: and I think that's just a big stretch. And this is this kind of almost becomes a bit of a theme throughout the entire documentary from when yeah. I watched it. In that everything's a bit of a jump. To there's no, there was no. And there isn't to be honest. Often in nutrition, there isn't. But there was no causational evidence really ever given. Everything was correlative. And I think
2: a lot of uh, syllogism.
0: Yeah, and I just think it's like very, very difficult to start making claims. Um, And we're probably jumping ahead here, but I like there was the bit around where they were showing um, a U.S. dietitian on like what looked like a TV show or or like a talk show, and the guy interviewing was saying asking her would you say that red meat and processed meat are linked to cancer rates? And she, her reply was something along with, I just don't believe there's enough causational evidence out there to definitively say that that causes this. He's like, well, would you recommend people eat less of it um, or we should stop eating it? And she said, look, there is no evidence to suggest otherwise. So it's kind of like that, that was like the theme throughout there. They're just trying to paint this picture of
2: well, I think also it to me sorry to interrupt no, to no. me that bit seemed almost like well just because she's saying that doesn't mean that everyone else like in our sort of position is saying that as well mm. so uh, you know yeah I mean she, uh, yeah.
0: she she was basically she was basically saying like I don't agree that the observational evidence out there based on red meat and cancer rates is enough to basically say you shouldn't be eating meat that's what she was saying and obviously yeah. the, the host of the TV show was always trying to get her to say different and she just refused to um, yeah. And I guess like that seemed to be a bit of a theme throughout where they were just presenting this like causal um, observational information and research or whatever, um, and basically got, like headline after headline. And if you go away and, and look through a lot of this research, I'm sure you'd probably find that almost all of it is epidemiological or uh, some form of, of um, correlative research and not obviously clinical trials or whatever, um, or even yeah. clinical trials. Is it well... Um, I'm struggling with something right? um, is it well uh, prepared is it well all the variables controlled and that type of stuff it's just so difficult to extrapolate a lot of the, the, the basically the outcomes that they're saying without going through all that research properly because I think a lot of it wouldn't be the case I'm sure and obviously we've not got time to go through all the studies but it's just useful to hear I guess what we know of the body of evidence already and, and kind of see how what their claims align to what we know about the body of evidence as well
1: but I think what people forget especially people who who are going to watch this, who have no idea about nutrition in general, they've never researched in the dwelling. The data, you look at people who eat meat, red meat in general, the general population, not people in the fitness industry, it's going to be burgers and takeaways and bullshit, which ends up being higher calorie. They'll be heavier, and they generally have less health-seeking behaviour. And when you look at a vegan, generally they are... A lot more health seeking. They are more likely to train. They clearly look after themselves better. so yeah. You're clearly going to get a mismatch in health markers simply because usually the the, the fat guy who burgers all day is going to be much more unhealthy than the vegan who's a uh, a healthy weight who trains and who eats lots of vegetables. So on yeah. these studies are almost set up to favour the vegans, vegetarians straight away
2: yeah yeah by default they're already thinking about what they put in their mouths where most people don't (laughs) so they're already having you know making conscious decisions about what they're eating so yeah they're probably much more likely on average to have much healthier diet so yeah Yeah.
0: i think Uh, one of the points obviously around obviously like studies being almost like set up or um positioned in a certain way to suit potentially a bias if that's fair to say um the, the the bit they at the start where they talked around like protein requirements and basically where meat eaters and vegetarians get their protein from. So, l- looking at the actual studies that they referenced, what are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, so I actually had a look, and um, so this is jumping ahead a little bit, but I just look at my notes. Yeah, so when they they basically said that uh, vegetarians I can't make the exact percentage, but they basically all get the protein they need from their plant sources. But then when I actually looked into the study and then found the actual values, they are eating something like 14% of their daily intake, and they'd average that out to 2,000 calories uh, of protein, which equals 70 grams of protein per day. Now, even if you're using the recommended um, daily allowances or the RDA, which is 0.8 grams per kilo, for an 80-kilo person, that doesn't, even, that doesn't even reach the recommended <laughs> amount for someone who doesn't exercise. That's really low. Um, so, and this whole documentary is centered around athletes as well. So I thought that was uh, pretty cheeky. And it's just a really good example of how you can say something like that, put a reference on it. And I guarantee 99.9% of people have not looked at that. They're not going to go and look at reference like I did. And so it's, it's basically that that sort of point was a load of rubbish. Yeah,
0: I mean, obviously they so they basically said like the vegetarians get something. I can't remember. I think it was something like seventy percent over and above their requirements for protein, like almost air quotes. Whereas they said like meat eaters also get enough protein. They didn't say how much. They just said get enough. They said they get half of their protein from plant based sources. I think is what they said. Yeah. So I guess. <laughs> The point reason why I thought it was quite worth bringing up and prominent, because that's almost like a real ideal example of how they've misrepresented not only yeah. the study and the outcome of the study, but also they haven't told you about the data. Um, they've basically tried to uh, uh, insinuate from a graphic that meat is get less protein than plenty is, which which I'm sure that obviously the data there shows otherwise, and also our own anecdotal experience also shows otherwise. So it just feels a little bit like that's quite like the word you use cheeky is probably a, a little bit lenient really i, I would say they've, <laughs> they've probably purposely done that to try and mislead the audience watching to say that uh, of course. Uh, we, we get more protein from plants than the meat is and even the meat is that they're getting half of their protein they're getting from plants anyway so which, which to be fair if you've got i also think if you've got a critical mind like from the fact that well, i say if you've got a quick one, it's probably a bit unfair, because like Johnny said, maybe people have, with no knowledge of nutrition, this is probably bit unfair to say. But most people know a piece of steak has a lot more protein than broccoli. So immediately you think, well, how, like if, how is that the case then, that people that eat animal or, or meat are getting less protein than people that just eating plants?
2: Yeah, I mean, just while we're on the, the topic of protein as well, they do go on to say at one point that you can get the same amount of protein from a peanut butter sandwich or a cup <laughs> of lentils than two, three ounces of beef. So the problem is, if you want to get 30 grams of protein from peanut butter, you'd have to eat about 600 calories worth. Mm. It's not a protein source, it's a fat source. Yeah. Then, whereas with beef steak, you only need around 110 grams to hit 30 grams of protein. Yeah. 110 grams is a pretty like average to small size <laughs> yeah. portion as well. That's and that's awesome. only 300 calories. So yeah. you'd need half the amount of calories to hit the same amount of protein. So again, it's just really misinterpreting um, these ideas. But that was really dumb as well, because there are a lot of other uh, sort of vegan or plant-based sources of protein they could have used, which had better ratios. Quinoa, corn, uh, corn, tofu, any of those would have been better. So it was kind of like, well, it doesn't even seem like they've thought it through that well.
1: Would you like to know how much 30, uh, how many calories there would be in 30 grams of peanut butter? 600 if you were, calories if, or something. It's more if if you than were, just six, If you were buying Morrison's Crunchy Peanut Butter, I may add. Oh, probably more than. 771.
2: Yeah.
1: With 62 grams of fat and 30 grams of protein.
2: Yeah, it's just a lot more uh, misinterpreting, twisting, these points, really. But... Um, yeah, and then they, they sort of talked about, um, you know, as long as the amino acids, so the protein was consumed, it doesn't matter about the source. Um, and, you know, you can get enough amino acids from plant sources. And specifically, if you're talking about recovery and muscle gain, then we're talking about leucine, which is not as – um, there's less of it in plant sources. And you often have to mix different types. So you have to be a lot more diligent with what you're doing. Um, so, yeah, you can do it, but it's a lot harder. You have to eat a lot more and you have to pay a lot more attention to what you're actually eating as well.
0: Yeah, I think like it's probably worth noting for people that have aspirations of like, body composition. So, like you said, you mentioned leucine and obviously in, re- in respect to muscle protein synthesis, the-, the positive side of building protein. So obviously when we train, we spike the positive side when we eat protein we spike the positive side um and obviously that then just battles against like the negative breakdown side and obviously if you've got a a positive balance between your your breakdown and your um still uh synthesis then yeah obviously for people that have got body composition goals that's a positive thing because you should be growing muscle um and i think it's worth just pointing out like they they talked about in the in the uh, show as well in the documentary around quality of animal protein versus plant protein and they stated and i think i don't think i'm wrong in saying this and i would need to rewatch it to make sure i'm definitely correct so if i'm wrong someone someone do mess me correct mm-hmm. me but they stated that plant protein was a better quality than animal protein
2: Yeah, it's not true it's just false
0: yeah well what why is that why is it false
2: well i think like you can't say it's better quality if it's harder to get the Things you actually need from it for uh-huh. it's like the same thing about saying, like, peanut butter is just as good, it's not because you have it has more downsides, you have to eat a lot more calories to get there.
0: Yeah, I, I suppose. I mean, in terms of like, we know that other than what soy, quinoa, uh.
2: Tofu. tofu yeah tofu uh, is made of soy. Usually. like rice and peas and stuff like that then you have to eat quite a lot and yeah. mix them both
0: no but what i was going to say is other than like i think soy quinoa and i can't think of any others that there aren't all the other plant-based foods don't have a complete amino acid profile so in terms uh, of like specific muscle building if that is a, a thing that people are worried about you don't you're not getting all essential amino acids when you eat a like a serving of rice or a serving of lentils you'd have to either have to mix like specific veggie sources to kind of get that Full range of amino acids, um, or you'd have to eat a fuckload of quinoa or a fuckload of thing in in the same way your peanut butter example to get obviously enough protein from just quinoa, say.
2: Yeah. And you're you're sure as hell not going to be hitting those sort of higher, you know, like if the research says that you need, you know, around 1.6 to 2 grams of protein per kilo body weight, for me that's around 180 grams per day. And then those other people are eating seventy grams per day, and they're saying, "Oh, you know, you get way more protein." It's just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just not. But I guess we could, you know, what I normally recommend, just to put maybe a positive piece of advice out there for anyone who's listening who is vegan or vegetarian. Um, what you can actually do is buy essential uh, amino acids, or you can buy leucine specifically uh, supplements. And if you're worried about not hitting those targets for every meal, you can just use those alongside your meal. Mm. Just to shore things up. Um, And it's not like it's going to do you any, you know, there's no detrimental health side effects to that. You know, those supplements are pretty cheap. Uh, So, yeah, if you're worried, then that's just something that you can do.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, just you you talked earlier around kind of this idea that they were trying to glamorize um, masculinity and kind of pick out examples that would be considered in the social norms as like masculine individuals, like Roman gladiators. I guess they referred to also. The um, uh, like, like, obviously, with the guy being a, a UFC or an ex UFC fighter. Anyway, the McGregor and Diaz fight they talked about. Uh, yeah. I guess that came up as a good example purely because McGregor was quite open around, jesting um, with Diaz around him being a, a vegetarian and McGregor obviously being a, a full-on meat eater, sort of talking about his steaks he's eating. They obviously used that as an example as to, oh well, plant-based diets must be better because Diaz won that original fight. So,
2: yeah, I mean, it just means absolutely nothing. And if it was reversed, it still wouldn't mean anything. Like if McGregor had won, I wouldn't be like, well, that proves that <laughs> meat is better. It's just silly. And you could go, you know, so does that mean that anyone who has beat Nate Diaz, it, who eats meat, again, does that mean that in that situation, that yeah. Yeah. meat is better? It just, it's just, yeah, it's just uh, silly. It's not, it's not sound logic.
0: No. So yeah. some other things we picked out. Um, I guess it started like I suppose and I don't know if they, if they use this as part of the Roman Gladiators thing it seems like a while ago now since I watched it I remember but they talked about using protein as an energy source Oof. what are your thoughts on that?
2: Yeah well, that seemed to be a big theme actually for quite a bit of it where they were talking about how these like endurance athletes they're doing fine on vegetables and things like that and then they were talking about uh, yeah, quite a bit about how that people used to think protein was like a better energy source but I mean, like when I first started training and paying attention to my nutrition, I obviously knew jack shit like most people. I made a lot of mistakes. Um, but I don't ever remember thinking, oh, I need some energy. I'm going to have some chicken like, to fuel a workout. Mm. Like no one is denying that carbohydrates are good and essential for endurance events or training in general or ultra endurance events like they're uh, talking about in here, the athletes and that um, ultra runner. So it's kind of like, well, you're just creating these straw man arguments. We agree.
0: (laughs) Yeah, what, by trying to basically say proteins are really shit energy source, so this is why you should go plant-based.
2: Yeah, but it's like, well, actually, you can still have those and protein. It doesn't Mm. mean you have to sacrifice them. So, yeah, that was my sort of thoughts on that. It was just uh, creating issues (laughs) where there weren't weren't any. We, We agree on that front. But it doesn't mean you have to sacrifice meet to do so to get that energy in there
0: yeah no absolutely i don't like i do feel a little bit like i'm kind of picking out i'm like tearing up things for you to say oh this is this is this is wrong so because i'm like picking out a thing you're saying, and you could then come up the reason why it's as mm. wrong and i feel a little bit like i don't want the audience to think that i'm necessarily doing that um maybe let's just before we kind of go through some of the other stuff that that we know is these kind of maybe we should be we be doing more critical thinking about what, what what were some of the good things that you liked about the the show? Because there are some stuff because we've discussed them already. So we, I I know that you that you believe there are some good things about it.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're emphasising the carbohydrates that are needed for energy, and there are and there are a lot of people. Obviously, you've got like the keto crowd who would argue that fats are a better source. Um, so that it is a positive on that front for that point in a way. Um, but it just didn't need to demonise protein at the same time hmm. um, but yeah I think like in general moving you know as you know we work with general population like most people are not eating enough fruit and veg so in a way if this gets people eating more then that is a positive thing um, obviously you just want people doing it for the right reasons that's the only thing
0: yeah well, um, yeah rather than I suppose being scared to go have a hamburger every now and then or yeah you know they, they'd be, they're scared to have a chicken breast because that was some other things. I don't want to get kind of get onto to like into this to too much detail. But they were talking around some of the correlations of Eden eating, eating I can't remember off the top of my head now. I think it was one piece of chicken or one piece of fish a week. And I can't remember what specific cancer it was, but they were talking about an increase in like hundreds of percents of cancer rate, I think it was, or certainly mm. a, a huge percentage. And I guess also we we talked about this on the podcast before around um um what's, Johnny, what's the word I'm thinking of in terms of um, or so relative, 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 yeah, risk relative, relative yeah so- re- re- relative risk and absolute risk basically um yeah we we've talked about a lot of the differences there, so when someone's saying like five hundred percent increase, they're not necessarily saying your five hundred percent chance of getting something, they're obviously saying, as you know Luke that obviously the, the if you had a one percent chance before it's now five percent almost. Um, yes, so it's, yeah. it's, it's obviously not as high but still they were talking about having just one portion of what people would consider a healthy meat You know, they're not talking the demonising of red meat or processed meat they, they were actually referring to things like one piece of chicken or one piece of white fish like tilapia was, was correlated with this increase in, I think it was cancer so, some form of disease anyway that they were saying yeah. that. so like, I, I just find that a bit extreme like I haven't looked at the research that I've referred to but I just find it very difficult to believe that this this research would be strong enough for us to kind of base these things that, or this idea that they are, he referred to as like the truth in nutrition now, I now have this truth I think he said, are so strong yeah. to say that given, like, if that was the case then why why isn't everyone that bear in mind that the, the, you know, there are a huge majority of people that meat meet is why, is, why is everyone not dying in their early 20s or, you know, why are we living longer than we did years ago when people, st- like, most there were fewer vegetarians you know, that type of concept
2: yeah yeah, I don't know if that was a the bit they were talking about, um, so like non-heme iron or heme iron. Sorry, mm. was that the,
0: that uh, part? I think
2: they were making some pretty
0: in and around. Yeah, so they were talking about inflammatory markers around heme iron and some of the other compounds in animal products and not in plant based, weren't they? Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, um,
0: the, yeah. The, the, the the irony of that, right? Um, heme iron is well um, absorbed and processed by your body compared to a non-heme. Source, yeah. i.e., plant based, which we something like only 10 15% absorb the iron amounts. So it's obviously easy easier to become deficient in iron on a plant based diet than it would be on a meaty diet for that reason, because heme iron is far, far easier absorbed.
2: Yeah, I mean, I had a look at when they, because I actually wasn't sure about that. And so I went, you know, went, <laughs> uh, did some research afterwards and looked at some studies. And there, um, you know, there are some that actually show that up to two-thirds of the average person's total iron stores um, are made up of heme iron, Mm -hmm. despite only making up one-third of the iron that's actually ingested. Mm -hmm. So obviously a lot of the non-heme iron is not actually being ingested. And I I wasn't sure. And I didn't go away and put like, you know, because you can find whatever you want. If you Google why is uh, heme iron better than non-heme iron, you'll find that stuff. But I didn't. I just put heme iron in. And then just looked at some studies and that sort of thing came up. So yeah, immediately I was sort of like, uh, okay, I'm not sure how valid those points were as well.
0: No. So, I mean, I think that again, like we're, we're running through the theme, theme of mm. maybe they're potentially creating strong arguments for most stuff, um, which feels obviously unfair to anyone that wants to eat a, a, a diet that contains animal products. So I mean, one of the things that like the, do you want to talk about the burrito test?
2: Uh, sure. Yeah. So, I mean, they basically did, well, they had three athletes and they had one of the meat meat burrito, one of veggie burrito. And then was it, I think they had then one guy on one day had meat and then the other day veggie. If I remember yeah, correctly? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they did blood tests and they basically showed the vials of blood and then the guys were eaten the meat. It was much more like Claudia and that's basically showing that there was a lot more circulating fat in their blood. Um, so that is sort of like a positive thing in a way. I mean, there is a reason that you don't do studies with just three people with basically no control over any of the con- other sort of var- variables that might affect the results. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, the potential it's showing how like a, the the uh, he who must not be named mentioned on his stories. Uh, did a good set of stories on this, oh, and hard. he was basically saying how uh, <laughs> uh, higher fibre content uh, can actually help reduce circulating fat. So if you increase your vegetable intake, that is potentially a positive outcome. Mm-hmm. Um, but as to how valid that sort of little test was, yeah, it was yeah what was simple, in really. what was in the meat product? Uh, uh, did beef, you say I think so. It was very satur- It was quite saturated, and again. Uh, it, yeah, it was mentioned in the stories that um, you know they didn't control fiber, they didn't control for saturated fat. You can still get more fats from plant-based foods, so maybe it would have been worse if they had actually matched the two. and it might not have been quite so different.
0: Yeah, because I think that's that's a key uh, point. They, they didn't the plant-based source. I'm, I think I'm right in saying they didn't match the fat content, especially no. within it's not like they switched out the 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 beef and they put in like i don't know i can't remember uh, what, or something. yeah i think they didn't They come from beans didn't it the protein i think yeah black it beans exactly. it? so they didn't throw in yeah like avocado or nuts or olive oil or something to balance out some of the fat content so this hyperlipidemia they they're referring to where there's this um postprandial circulation of fats in the blood um which obviously they're suggesting just for people that aren't aware that this stops the endolithium in the arteries basically contracting uh, not contracting expanding so it stopped the blood flow which they're basically saying is a risk for um cardiovascular disease or coronary disease I think weren't they or certainly they were saying increase a risk in performance for outcomes for, for sports people because you can't get as much blood flow to muscles and stuff like that. So they're basically trying to then again like I said at the start I think quite a stretch to say that cause A results in out- or sorry like yeah cause A results in outcome B kind of like mm, there's a lot that happens in the middle there that you're not referred to and we don't even yeah. necessarily know that because there is a this this impact of hyperlipidemia of blood in the, uh, sorry, fat in the blood does that actually relate to performance detriments? Like they, they didn't show any research yeah. that shows that, they didn't explain it anymore they almost just kind of put a, an idea out there and let and just alluded to that it's, it's bad that this happens and then just let people's minds I guess run off with it like yeah. it's a bad
2: thing okay. But like I said, I mean if it is even it... a <laughs> if it is even showing that like a bit of you know more fiber could have that positive effect that i guess that is kind of like a positive thing in a way um and again it's actually probably not the worst thing in the world if people reduce their saturated fat intake
0: no no, no. <laughs> so
2: it's just you, it's just the way that they go about it that's the problem and i think it's important to point out here as well with these sorts of things this is how they get you roped in um i think it was that um The Rob Young conference might be the first one I met you guys at. Actually, do you remember when he was talking about how if you want to change people's minds, you tell stories and you put names to people, and you don't just quote stats. So, like charities who like pull you over in the street, they don't say you know 50,000 kids a day die of this. They'll be like Little Johnny, Little Missy, Little Missy has to go to the well. (laughs) They tell a story with a a picture of a kid, and so that's what you know, and give it a name. And that's what they're doing. They're showing you, you know, they're creating this whole story and physically showing you mm. Yeah. where it's not, it's not as, you know, but that, that's how they convince you, essentially.
0: Yeah. I, I, there was definitely a theme for Ralph, so obviously we touched on the fact that they're playing on kind of like the idea of masculinity and... This, you know, they they've specifically picked on the gladiators. They picked on, I suppose, masculine sportsmen, weightlifters. Obviously, like the, the the strongman that was on there. They're basically picking on that sort of stuff. And then they turned to, I guess, the idea of that. There's the heartbreak of family members being ill. So they talked about John Wilkes and his dad having a heart attack and how he's turned to a plant-based diet to try and recuperate, recover, and and get healthier again. I suppose like all of this is stuff like you say. You're, you're telling the story You're playing on specific emotions, whether it be people's, uh, not fear, but pe- people's like want to be, like men especially want to be masculine, obviously, uh, or whether it's someone that is worried about a family member becoming ill. I suppose like this yeah. is very much something that grasps people and grabs people and gets people's attention. And yeah. you almost like, you tap into people's, um, wants and, and beliefs immediately already. Um, whether they kind of believe vegan diet is true or not, they do believe they want their family to be healthy. So all of a sudden, like if you're telling them that's the reason, they're more likely to buy into your story and stuff than potentially you know someone just presenting some facts like you said about the you know the, the charity workers, saying so fifty thousand people or whatever. Yeah, yeah,
1: no, exactly. But...
2: Uh, did they, yeah.
1: they, they mention the blue zones? And many of them are vegan. No, uh, no,
2: they don't.
1: One of the six, is it? Is it six blue zones and one of the six is vegan so there the other no, five or whichever... None of vegan. Is it none of vegan? Yeah, none are vegan, I think
2: it's five. Okay. Yeah, one, five, but... yeah. And one, of, one, one obvious, of them. Yeah. have five of them. And
0: one of them only... Yeah. So, so none are vegan, one is vegetarian and one of them doesn't eat any plants. want so of... probably
2: explain what blue zones are. Just yes. for anyone who doesn't know,
0: well, if they listen to last week or the week before, they should know. But basically, it's um, okay. so yeah, <laughs> we we did we kind of touched on some of the stuff. But for those that haven't listened to previous episode, blue zones essentially areas worldwide where there are certain uh, tribes, individuals that are the highest um, concentration of centenarians, or so people living over 100, very low disease rates, especially metabolic disorders. Um, like almost no prevalence of diabetes, really low cardiovascular disease, coronary artery disease, and some of the other health market or health um, issues that we in the Western world uh, suffer from. So they're considered basically the healthiest places in the world. So it's funny, like as we said, like none of them are vegetarian. Sorry, none of them are vegan. Only one of them are are, are vegetarian. Mo- all pretty much all the rest either eat meat. Or as I say, one of it is um, the Inuits. Obviously, only spacey survive on. Is it Inuits? They survive well, blubber. No. The uh,
2: are they one of the five blue zones? I don't yeah. think it is. Inuits, aren't they? I don't think so.
0: If I'm wrong, then whatever. I'd be wrong <laughs> many times. But
2: <laughs> Anyway, they all eat meat, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just important. Yeah, and they all have different positives and negatives. But I mean, obviously the whole point is that if you want to sort of get an idea of what's good for our health and how we want to live longer, you look at populations who have lower incidence, incidence of diseases, and obviously, like I say, living over a hundred. So then you look at the characteristics. But yeah, a lot of them have like plant-based diets, but they do eat meat on top of that. Mm-hmm. I think yeah.
0: like, that that kind of brings me to a point of like, okay, so the people on the show that were preaching, you know, I've moved to a plant-based diet, and it's basically changed my life. They had obviously all the NFL players um, that, the wife's uh, there was the one guy who basically went plant based and then he got his wife to to basically start cooking for the entire team, and the team started doing really well. Um, there was obviously, uh, I'm trying to think what the, the the ultra runner, um, the boxer, I think the one who said he said he, he knew, yeah, yeah, he, knew something about, Jenning, yeah he, he knew nothing about asparagus before he made that change. Yeah. He said, I not know what asparagus was five years ago, yeah. and now he's a, now he's like obviously um, a, a plant based athlete. and... Doing really well, I don't know. I don't. I don't follow box yeah. enough to know. But
2: I mean, that's a, the problem with a lot of them. That, and they even admit it. It's actually even quite surprising. Like the boxer and the football players, American football players. They all sort of say that they're basically living off. I don't know what the equivalent is over there, but like KFC and stuff like Pub that. Uh, yeah. So it's kind <laughs> of like well, it's not really surprising. You're eating like shit before. You're not anymore, and you feel better. Hmm. So, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah.
0: I suppose, yeah. like I suppose, that's hopefully, as much as we've probably come across as that we've, we're anti-vegan, anti-vegetarian, we're absolutely not. Um, no. Like you said, you just want to make sure people do the right for the right reasons. Um, it's, it's just hopefully we at least kind of portray this. We're trying not to have be this kind of one side versus another, which this documentary definitely does. It's either you're plant-based or you're wrong. Is essentially what yeah. they've done. Whereas we're saying, look, people should definitely be more plant-based like we did, like you've already said it, people should probably eat more plants, more fruits, more vegetables than they do. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean healthier. It completely then removes animal products. One of the problems with the animal products is um, the um, statements they... Sorry, one of the things about the side about it being animal products being bad for you is obviously the statements they made in the show, the documentary around saying like, eat, we are not genetically... Um, well, our genetics aren't involved or evolved enough to eat meat, we shouldn't be eating meat. So they made some comparison to say that whereas well, there are many genetic evolution, evolutionary patterns or things that we have that are completely evolved to eat plants. Now, I don't, obviously I don't know how much you know about that. Obviously I don't know anything about genetics. It's difficult for me to comment too much, but it doesn't feel right to me.
2: No, I mean, the fact that you have to be so cautious of a lot of deficiencies as a vegan, like calcium, vitamin B12, certain amino acids, iron, uh, omega threes, which you literally can't get from anything except algae supplements, uh, choline, that sort of thing, without supplementing. I mean, I think that almost says something in itself. If we were so evolved, just to eat plants. Why? It, I mean, maybe it's our environment. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they made a point around the B12. I think the only one they addressed to say that. B12, we historically has been theorised that we would have maybe got B12 from like soil remnants on plants that we ate or Ooh, okay. or maybe from the water we, we we drink. But because of now pesticides and um, antibacterial stuff that we use in farming and agriculture, we now no longer get him from that because obviously we clean our food and we, we basically fucking um, distill our water. So mm. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, we're no longer getting there whereas obviously a vegetarian would have before. And, and I don't know if there's any truth in that. It could be true. It, it might not. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I How don't long have humans much. been on the earth?
0: I'm not. I'm. No I, idea. Yeah, say.
1: Many hundreds of thousands of years. We go in the millions of years. First I, humans. I
0: don't think millions, but.
1: In the high hundreds of thousands. And you can, you can almost guarantee they were eating meat because they had to. Because if you didn't live round vegetables, you only, or you, all you had was buffalo or whatever that's what you're eating, you know what I mean? So to say we're not evolved enough to eat that seems to me, not to be a geneticist, a bit of a ridiculous thing to make. Mm. And then considering, obviously the, like, obviously 100,000 years ago, cleaning the internet, so you are different tribes across all the world who were eating, you know, like um, in the North Pole, or that way, you know what I mean? They're eating mm. blubber. And when in Africa, they probably probably eating bananas and apples and lots of vegetables their diets will be different because that's all they had around them they couldn't just fly somewhere else to get a meat or an apple or whatever they ate what they had around them so who's not to say different areas different genetic lines who can handle different things mm. well, yeah. the
2: thing is i think on that point as well that can also be a point that people use to eat meat where they say well We always used to do it, so that's the way that it should be. But just to go, you know, be on the other side for a second. To me, that's a really poor argument. Like, if we don't need to anymore, then you know, why should you as much potentially? Um, But yeah, it's just kind of like one of those, yeah, I think weak arguments that I see sometimes. Um, The problem with all this is you rarely ever see two intellectuals. Uh, you know, on either side of the argument, having a debate about this, like especially if you see it on social media, it's always either like one vegan who knows what they're talking about, and then like they've chosen like the biggest moron they can find on the street to like to ask questions, or in reverse. Mm-hmm. So you never actually have people have a proper discussion about it. It's basically just yeah, you know, getting it's people who haven't really thought about it before, and then you obviously make yourself look good. Yeah, for but, sure. Yeah.
0: That's basically the equivalent of when uh, g and obviously debated Taubes about carbohydrates and in insulin hypothesis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody's really yeah. good and then a, a moron to debate against. Yeah, no, um, pretty much. No, Johnny, you're right actually, it is millions of years, two millions of years ago apparently, um, they thought that well, according to this research paper that I've seen, um, they're saying that it's 2.6 million years ago that they thought that hominins started to incorporate meat uh, this is based, based on bone uh, archaeology that was found with like look, what looked like large stones to break it open and extracted marrow, cut some per- um, percussion marks which are called butchery marks um, basically on, on old bones. So they basically said that's when you probably yeah. started eating meat. I, um, I don't know where I read or heard this as well. I also um, heard somewhere, so take that as you will in terms of how accurate this is, but that when humans discovered fire and started eating and cooking meat, that or when I say humans, um, I suppose it be Neanderthals. I suppose at the time. Either way, that's when the human. They, or they seem to think that the evolution of human brain got a lot lot faster. So, th- does that mean we we weren't evolved, or we weren't supposed to eat meat, or is it just kind of one of those things where maybe actually eating eating animal protein was very very good for us?
1: Who knows. Um, yeah, well, sorry, I do
0: We don't. I'm just saying, like, if, if if you wanted to kind of put out stories and put out kind of ideas like this show has, I think they they obviously are cherry picked individual ideas that suits their narrative and suits their bias. Whereas obviously, like you just said, you, you haven't got two sides in an argument in the same way. This show hasn't got two sides to it. It's just got complete yeah. anti animal uh, consumption and it's all completely pro vegan and plant based. Um, now is probably a good time to suggest, like, there are some conflicts of interest within even the people that produce the show, right?
2: Yes, most of the people, most of them.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. no, none bigger than the the main executive producer, James Cameron, who conveniently is now obviously a major shareholder, I believe, or certainly a, a you know a significant shareholder in a, a plant based uh, protein company.
2: Yeah, and Arnold, bring uh-huh. out his. Uh, <laughs> Pea protein or whatever it is, vegan yeah. protein powder. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, it, it would... some other people have got cookbooks coming out and stuff. That's
0: what I was going to say. It'd be interesting. This John Wilkes, obviously, who this show centered around him and his his story and his backstory, and obviously he him narrating it. It'd be interesting where he's kind of going from this angle. Whether he's kind of just more bought into it. From uh, because of the emotional side of it and his father and and maybe his own experience or whether there is something more from a monetary perspective like whether he's now because I know he said he's now doing his self defence stuff teaching people but he's now including like the benefits of why they, people should be plant based as well for physical health and helping them with their, their self defence I know he said that in the show but I'd be interested in yeah. whether he now comes out with a book or something else or whatever I don't know oh, I'm assuming show. he
2: got paid to be part of this documentary so
0: well, I guess Netflix probably not, paid a d- decent amount, but...
2: Yeah. Well, I'm not saying that people shouldn't get paid, but, yeah, it's just something to consider. In the same way that if you look at research, you have to consider, yeah, if there are any conflicts, who's funded it. And it doesn't mean that if someone who's funded, you know, has funded it and they might have uh, a, a reason to have certain results. It doesn't mean you disregard it completely, but you definitely have to take that into account. Yeah, and that's exactly, exactly the same with this sort of thing, too. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: Um, I don't. Do you, do you want to round up kind of like your overall feelings and thoughts on it? Maybe Johnny can chip in what he thinks after hearing, because Johnny's obviously just being open here. Johnny hasn't even seen it, as he said, the documentary. Yeah. So Johnny can maybe kind of give his thoughts and what he knows about the evidence base already, and obviously what he's now heard about the documentary. After you've kind of sure. got yours.
2: Well, so I suppose most of this is centered around athletes and they're sort of saying that, you know, it's better for performance, et cetera. Um, I don't think that's true at all. If anything, I think it'd be easier to be eating a lot of the right uh, plants, vegetables, whole grains, fruits, and then having some animal sources on top. But it doesn't mean you have to do it that way. You just have to be a lot more careful and you have to be aware of the things you might be deficient in. So like I said earlier, just like calcium, vitamin B12, protein and aminos, Iron, omega-3s, specifically EPA, DHA, not ALA, so you would have to supplement with an algae supplement, um, and choline. Mm. Uh, so yeah, you definitely can perform, but just taking these specific examples and saying, okay, these people are showing that it's better, is just false, essentially. Then from a health perspective, I think it's very similar. Um, I don't think, you know, I, I potentially think that if you are not the average person, having a plant-based diet, which I'm assuming all three of us have, including lots of uh, whole grains, vegetables, etc., etc., plus a bit of animal products on top is probably one of the healthiest ways to go. Um, if you're talking about the ethical moral reasons behind it, personally, I think ethically all of us could probably do with reducing our meat intake, whether that's just because you want to reduce animal harm or environmental factors, it's easy enough to do. And just because you want to do something like that doesn't mean that you have to go straight from omnivore to extreme vegan. You can take baby steps. You can just try experimenting, switching out some meals. Um, but that's just my, my personal opinion, and that's not that's not like based on facts. But I just think the arguments that I have personally seen, I think there are some questions that could be raised that don't have good answers for when it comes to ethical and moral side of it. Because it is easy, easy for us to do. We don't have to eat meat at every meal. It is easy to switch it out. Um, just because that's the way it's always been doesn't mean that it has to be like that in the future. If we always, always stayed, you know, stuck to things we always did, we'd never evolve. We'd never change in a lot of things. Obviously, you could choose, like, extreme examples, like things that I'm not saying it's the same, but, you know, like slavery or something like that. If at the time, I'm sure a lot of people were like, well, it's always been like that. That's the way it is. But obviously change can be positive. Um, again, not saying, not comparing the two. <laughs> are you saying,
0: are you saying the, 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 <laughs> the elimination of slavery in, in most of the modern world is not necessarily a positive thing? Is that what you're saying?
2: <laughs> no, I'm saying change is a good thing. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I think I would also say always, if anything... Uh, you know, I did a post about this the other day, if anything, if the fact that a documentary is on Netflix is pretty much enough cause to disregard it completely. Like, if it's just, there, I don't think I've seen, I, I saw one short documentary, I can't even remember the name of it, um, it was like a 15, 20 minute thing that actually I agreed with, I think I pretty much agreed with everything on there, but then how many <laughs> have we seen, like this one, that have massive bias, they're not presenting the facts, it's entertainment. It's not education. It's not proper education. Um, but, yeah, and I think as well, if you did want to change people people's minds, try and have a logical discussion. Don't shout at people. Don't call them murderers or rapists, or baby cow rapists, or whatever it is. Like, people will switch off straight away. Like, I saw a post the other day, and someone a woman was talking about Burger King, and she was calling it Murder King. And it's just like, you just sound ridiculous. Like, try to be more rational and this is one of the reasons i'm not saying all vegans are that at all not at all but a lot of stuff that can come up on social media you see the extremes and you see people shouting being angry and all sort of stuff and i can again like i said at the beginning i can understand why people have these emotional attachments for good reasons but if you really want to make a difference just have logical discussions and maybe try and see where other people are coming from you're much more likely to change their mind and that applies to literally everything and not just this as well um yeah, I think that's my <laughs> summary of my thoughts. Johnny
1: I think for one it's on Netflix, uh, like you said. So it's like, well, is it gonna be factual? No. Because it's Netflix. I not much of it's factual, not much. And the thing that I kept thinking about maybe it's a bit of a stranger, but would you take legal advice from the film liar liar? You probably wouldn't you know it's a fucking film, that's bullshit <laughs> mostly. Okay, maybe it's based on some fact, but it's like you're looking the documentary thing, right? I don't know anything about nutrition. There's Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Is Lewis Hamilton in here as well? Uh, briefly at the end for uh, like a second. There's a few famous people, and you must be thinking, "Mmm."
0: There's no the famous
1: people. It. There's no, you know big time researchers, they've not gone into laboratories. this is what we've done all these studies over 30, 40 years, blah blah blah. So I think people need to be more critical and how they how they think. But I think that's it. I think that's in general. I think especially in this industry people want the magic bullet and they just think this is just another magic bullet to be right. I'm gonna live forever if I vegan, whatever. I don't think any of us will disagree that <clears throat> most of the UK population Probably, well, most definitely the Americans and the Australians should be eating a plant-based diet. But that does not mean vegan. That means the majority of your food coming from plants with a bit of meat in, bit of dairy in, whatever you see fit. We're not saying that you can't be a good sportsman being vegan. However, are you going to be top of the tree? No because it isn't any I mean look at elite cycling on the Tour de France are there any of them vegans I don't I doubt it but we're not saying you can't be it's just that it becomes needlessly difficult to plan a quality diet where you get everything you need if you want to be a vegan it is just easier to be or to have meat and just like for health Look at the blue zones, as we said, and a vegan. So we look at them and think, right, that's the best data you'll ever have. Because I doubt ethically they're going to say, right, we'll give all these people, like, for the next 50 years as much red meat as physically possible so they might get cancer. And let's go from there. It ain't going to happen, is it? So you look, right, these people have been around for hundreds of hundreds of years, maybe thousands of years. What's the uh, uh, rate of heart disease, cancer, blah, blah, blah. Right, what do they eat? Well, funny enough, they eat different to these people down here, and they different to these people over here. So, when people say vegan is the best for health, keto is the best for health, you know, they're talking through their arse because there's different diets that are healthy, as you can see in the blue zones. The point is, stop looking for like this one thing everybody should do it. Because when someone says that, generally. They wrong in terms of a diet type. You they you need to be looking at what's best for you. Like you could love to go vegan; it could suit your lifestyle really well, especially for moral reasons and ethical. I understand that. I personally, I could not kill a chicken. <laughs> However, I do like eating chicken, so I to dis disengage my brain. So I know maybe that's wrong, but that's just the way it is. But for some people. let's look at a general population who struggle to lose weight like they're struggling now right you give them the vegan diet they're going to struggle worse because they don't know how to set it up correctly in order for them to have a healthy diet and lose weight i know a lot of vegans vegetarians who are grossly overweight because they just shovel shit in their mouth because it's vegan or vegetarian without any Concept of actually, what is health? You're gaining weight. You're probably not getting healthier, generally. So my takeaways: if they presented good data and they said, "Look, this is the data we've seen," you should probably go more plant-based. This doesn't mean vegan. And they presented good facts. There's some quality scientists in there. Yeah, tell a few stories. Maybe be slightly biased. But the point is they just make it out at the bullshit from the start. They deliberately mislead you. So it just makes the credibility go through the flow. And it's like, well, no wonder you get attacked. If you presented good quality evidence, you could say, hmm, okay, let's have a look at this and just take it home whether you be vegan or not. But don't get your information from Netflix, because it's gonna be shit. Like the big all they've all been crap so on What the was even worse. Um, the blue zones have all got different diets and they're all the healthiest people on the planet. So that to tell you, there's no one diet that is healthier than another. Um, in terms of performance, being a vegan is probably not the best diet to follow if you want to be the best in the world or the best that you can be. Like that strong man, has he ever been in the world's strongest man stage? No, is he anywhere near them? No, said, what he says it is. You know what I mean? Because I listened to a is it Robert or Burst or Burst,
0: yeah.
1: top 10 strong man?
0: Yeah, what's he, called he said?
1: I've never heard of him. He said, I've never heard of him. So, what does that tell you? He's this guy is saying, I'm a world class strong man. You're not, You're not even on the world stage.
0: Yeah, Robert's like top four. Or top five, yeah, I think he's a big,
2: yeah. He's a big, you know,
0: he's, albeit, he's albeit it, he didn't do very well at the last ones because he got injured not himself up, didn't he? But yeah, yeah. So,
2: another important point to make as well, just one last one, is that with these people and these examples that they're using, what is going to be the biggest determining factor to what you know to whether someone is an elite athlete or not? Genetics, it's,
0: Genetic. it's genetics.
2: Like, I can train all I want if I want to be an ultra endurance I don't know, marathon runner or whatever, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to be a strong man. It doesn't matter how I eat. Doesn't matter how I train. The biggest thing is genetics. Your diet is important, but it almost just like you know it nurtures it all. It's not going to be the difference.
1: Yeah.
2: It's not going to be make or break over someone's life. I don't think.
0: No, I agree. I absolutely agree with um, with with the idea that like you, it's not going to light a difference in terms of diet. It's going to be like you say, nurturing or improving or being the best you can be by having an optimal diet. But basically. Genetics is going to be like the predetermined factor to whereabouts on that ladder you basically get. It's if you're talking about performance or athleticism and that type of stuff, so.
2: yeah. I mean we all know a uh, very fast man who was famous for eating chicken nuggets before his race. <laughs> right, <laughs> you can eat like shit and you could technically still be the fastest man in the world. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, yeah, i would be honest, I concur. I think my my main th- points I just want to highlight is like my thoughts watching it the entire time were, and I genuinely was trying to have the most open mind possible because I just realised how important it is because if you don't have an open mind and you just go in criticising from the start which I do kind of feel a little bit people are going to think we've done a little bit today but I, I don't feel that's our fault. I think it's just a case of genuinely that's how the show has come across in terms of the, the propaganda and the cherry picking of studies and stuff we've done. But I think, like, they, they have purposely tried to create a message by deception alluding to certain stuff, cherry-picking science that promotes their 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 message by creating a straw man, like Luke said, in terms of let's pick the shittest diet we can and compare a plant-based diet to it, and therefore ours going to look better. And that's essentially, I think, what he did for most of the research. And then the rest of it was all kind of, like, correlative stuff, which we'd probably agree with to say, look, yes, we are saying you shouldn't eat a meat-only diet. Yes, we are saying you should eat more fruits, vegetables, fibre, and all the stuff that they're saying is is obviously optimal. But again, just to highlight, that doesn't mean that that's the best. That just means it was better than what you're comparing it against, which which seems to be like the message or theme throughout. And then they just did really well in playing on emotions and storytelling and and obviously like people's wants and desires, i.e. masculinity for men and, and that type of stuff. So... Um, and then throwing in a few celebrities so people can bring it to life. Well, I like you know, Lewis Hamilton, is, you know, I've never felt better and I've never performed better. You sit in a fucking car and you win, took the fastest car on the track. You bend. It's like you can't put that down to how good you are in terms of from your vegan diet. No, you're wrong. I do appreciate there's a lot of G-force and stuff that goes on in driving, which so some physical ability is required. To be honest, most of it's being light as fuck. So um, if you're small, you're probably going to be doing all right. So. I don't know. I just think, like, th- this. that's my message. That's why I say, like, take it all with a pinch of salt. Um, just don't do anything stupid. Like, don't pick a side. Maybe find somewhere in the middle that suits you. And the, the, the last thing I want to say, maybe, and before we wrap it up, unless you two got more you want to add, I do genuinely think the last 10 minutes was much better than the rest of the documentary. Because when they start talking about the ethics, which you've already gone over in loads of details and not gone to, but they start talking about the agricultural impact, I. Well, like you Luke I've I've done a bit of research and there are very much mixed messages in terms of evidence and sources so I'm not entirely sure where I sit in terms of how it is but I do think it's overplayed by most people because again most people have probably got an agenda in terms of what of veganism and vegetarianism and using the kind of the climate change stuff as a, a, a string to their bow to kind of add to the weight of of why people should go that way in terms of their diet but that being said I do think like that's probably the best bit of the show because there is some truth around kind of like the amount of land that we, we're obviously using for, for farming and for obviously feeding the animals and that type of stuff, which I, I don't necessarily feel as a positive thing. I would like to be able to do more about. Problem is, is obviously, we're like one person that I think. And I think even if everyone went and turned into plant eaters, I don't necessarily know it would have that bigger impact. And I think the second someone says they drive a car, they're a hypocrite because that has far bigger impact than someone eating meat. Yeah, I
2: mean, planet, yeah I mean, the only thing with that point is that it's the same as you know what i was saying earlier just because you can't do it all doesn't mean you can't do something
0: no no i do agree
2: so um yeah no you know like i said like lewis hamilton is probably the biggest hypocrite there flying around on his private jet Mm. literally drives a car for a living
0: Mm. (laughs) so it's
2: like
0: (laughs) one that probably goes through quite a lot of fuel i'd imagine as well
2: yeah yeah probably a little bit (laughs) so yeah but uh, yeah but then again just yeah like i say just because it can't all be perfect doesn't mean you can't Make some effort in some areas. No, Enough people do it, but I,
0: yeah, anyway. I agree. And I, I, I do think I should do more. Um, I even had a conversation with um, one of Ed's clients the other day around um, packaging on fruits and vegetables. And so she doesn't buy like pre-packed fruits and vegetables because she doesn't she doesn't want to add to landfill and the plastics because they're not very recyclable and stuff. And mm. I was like, my argument was like, it's such a small part of the overall impact on the climate change and the world and stuff that like it's not important enough for me to change what I'm currently doing because I kind of feel like I should be focusing on the bigger things and until I can stop driving a car or until I stop wanting to go on holidays or some of the things that have a bigger impact I kind of feel like it's pointless but maybe I'm wrong and maybe I, like you say, because you can't
2: do the best thing doesn't mean you shouldn't do anything But yeah, Uh, You know what the worst thing for the planet is? Having a kid Don't have any more kids, mate
0: Is it it getting (laughs) overpopulated? I'm not having <laughs> any fucking more I tell you that too oh, do you
2: know what there's actually one point that I did miss sorry last thing it did make me laugh so obviously you've got, got the strong man and he was saying uh, you know people go to him how would you get as strong as an ox and he says uh, have you ever seen an ox eating meat so just out of curiosity I googled what strongest animal in the world is guess what it is it's got to be human What's the what strongest? strongest
0: well I don't, I don't know oh, gorilla. gorilla
1: is
0: it gorilla huh. I don't know. I'm thinking something like a fucking... Silverback. i was thinking like a 1,500-pound
2: moose or something. <laughs> uh, it's actually a dung beetle. A dung
0: beetle. Oh, is that power-to-weight ratio? It, yeah,
2: so it can pull 1,141 times their own body weight. So, yeah, sorry, I should have clarified uh, <laughs> yeah. per, per body weight. So, you know what he's saying? "Oh Well, if you're saying an ox eats like that Shouldn't and it's dung? strong, why don't you just go munch on some shit? Yeah.
0: I mean there's 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 a couple of things that now spring to mind that we didn't we didn't kinda of talk about. One was obviously the idea that animals are middlemen for protein, so we should just eat plants. Uh, yeah. animals get their protein from plants, therefore you're kind of eating the protein from plants, so you should just skip the animals and eat the plants. I said like um, was it Ben Carptor put out a, a tweet they had done where he said about why don't you just like basically sit out in the sun then because plants get their energy from the sun? And I, I made a joke said, No, actually that's not entirely true because 'cause we're not talking about um, energy necessarily, we're talking about protein. So um if Plants get their nutrients from soil. Won't we just eat soil?
2: Ah, uh, yes. It's, I saw a good one that made me laugh. Uh, I think it was like, well, all minerals originate from rocks, so why don't you scrape some sandstone onto your salad?
0: Yeah, yeah. exactly.
2: And so then, it's just poor logic, is, it's just, really. It's just
0: not. <laughs> uh, and to be honest, we've done this entire podcast, not one mention of erections.
2: Yeah, I've, I've, we missed the funnest part. Erections? Yeah, they do I'm a test in there.
0: Explain this to Johnny now.
2: Yeah, so basically they did a test and they got these athletes to eat a meat-based meal on one night, and then they had this little device that was measuring the duration and the hardness of their erections during the night. And then the next day gave them a, a vegan or vegetarian meal for dinner and then measured it again. And they saw significant increases in their nightly erections. But to be honest, it just sounds more inconvenient than anything.
1: Yeah. Did they not mention the steroids that the athletes were doing no i think they
0: they were basically saying after the animal after the meat-based meal their length and hardness of their erections during their sleep which is obviously a a normal phenomena for that men obviously get erections while they sleep don't they i think that's to maintain erectile tissue isn't it pitching a tent yeah well or pitching a tent i might made that up (laughs) either way they said that it was like 300 400 more when they had the plant-based meal than like in both like, on average, like, one was, like, 300, 400, 500% or something like, in terms of, like, length. And, like, one dude said the, the amount of time they had an erection was, like, over an hour or something. He was laughed. They were, like, giggling like schoolboys, weren't they? And the, the yeah. yeah. He, kept, he had this little model of a penis out where he was showing them how to put on this this piece of apparatus or this measuring equipment. <laughs> they were, like, giggling like schoolboys. Yeah,
2: and to be honest, on that point, I genuinely don't know really what to say about that. I, I, I Maybe probably, it does I would, help with blood flow. Yeah, I was going to um, say, it probably but, goes,
0: it goes back to the point around we were talking about hyperlipidemia and and obviously the fact that the the, the base of the arteries or can't expand or contract um, yeah. when when there's like higher fat content in there. So therefore, maybe you're right. It does stop blood flow going to the penis, and you know you don't get as harder or.
1: Or maybe he was having a stonking dream the next the, That's the, I said, the second was, night.
0: Maybe he was having a little fiddle to play around with it because he thought it would be funny. I don't know. Either well, this
2: way... is the problem. It, it's not a proper test, is it? I mean, they probably knew what they were going on for in their heads of thinking, OK, this time it's going to be more. Placebo
0: effect. Mate yeah, well, right. yeah.
2: So I don't know how t- well controlled that was. I don't know if that's been replicated in actual <laughs> studies. Um, he did. He did say. Know, he, maybe we is... need to do some testing ourselves. I mean, uh, not with you guys. But... No.
0: Please stay away from my penis.
2: Um, he did say. He did, he Next did conference, say... I see you at. <laughs> if you see me eating salad for dinner. <laughs> oh Jesus! <geez. laughs> be worried. Yeah. So are, you,
0: are you skipping the meat this time, Luke? That's it. Um, no, no did... I'm
2: sharing a room with Mark again.
0: No, he did say it was a uh, not a scientifically validated study. I'm sure. I'm sure that's obviously what he said. Yeah. But either way. Anyway. Yeah. So um, we will obviously round out there, and I think we've we've kind of given our sh- strongish feelings, um, to obviously to people listening in terms of what we think. Don't be silly and do anything. Like I said, just my last thing I finished on before we started moving on to erections was um, don't, don't don't do anything silly. Like don't pick a side. Essentially, kind of fit uh, taking the ethical and moral argument out of it. Just find something that is somewhere probably in the middle where it is plant based, but probably includes some animal based products, unless you don't want to, and then which is absolutely mm-hmm. fine.
1: Um, and I no think, one can ever argue that. I think in case of fairness, people are thinking we just bash vegans. If this documentary was the same, but about carnivore only, eat it, only eating meat it would yeah. just be as ridiculous yeah
0: like yeah. Jo- jordan peters 100%. and his missus now brought out their their book on the, om- uh, the carnivore diet haven't they and i was like oh, yeah. that is just oh. as ridiculous that a psychologist is telling people how to eat it's like i'm sorry mate it is fucking the, the most ridiculous diet or it is as ridiculous yeah. as many other diets i.e i mean obviously a vegan and vegetarian diet is way way better in my opinion than a carnivore yeah.
2: diet agreed yeah Uh, like
0: it's that's not again that's that would be unfair to compare a vegan or vegetarian diet to a carnivore diet because
2: the one thing that most people can agree on vegetables are good for you
0: yes eat them Mm.
2: and they've decided to do the only thing that no one else has done and remove them all
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah. yes um i believe her diet like i can't remember his daughter's name now but um i can't remember no ms peter's um I believe her diet consists of uh, meat and bourbon. That is it. Oh, God. Not not bourbons, chocolate bourbons, bourbon, whiskey, salmash. Well,
2: that sounds alright now. That's that shows up the nutrition side of things. Absolutely. Probably got yeah. some, something But
1: isn't it isn't it amazing how oh, very intelligent people, when it comes to fitness, health and diet, their brains That's... turn to shit.
0: This is something I said <laughs> during the week. I said the problem is once someone starts to think of nutrition as a religion, then any, si- any any sense goes out the window and I, and I even said look like, why do people have to be like that because even the fucking Pope believes in science nowadays mm. it's like outrageous they've you know, got, got a guy who's fucking built on religion and even he agrees that there is science and that science does exist obviously he also believes that Jesus was reborn and, or born and reborn but by the way mm.
2: um,
0: so right. maybe let's
2: not get into religion no right
0: no definitely not I'm not doing two hours I've spent two hours in the church today already, so um, which is true. I went to christening, Johnny. Don't don't panic. <laughs> Look at his face. Um, thank you, mate, for coming on. Um, I am going to ask you some silly questions now, um, uh, just for fu- just for the funsies. Um, uh, on, well, we'll start with my favourite. What is your favourite burger joint?
2: Oh, you know um, the right answer, mate. You know the right Stokey answer. Stokie Bears. Oh, yeah. Big fan. Stokey Bears. Um, um, I, I
0: went I went to one uh, past Emirates. Um, I don't know if it's still there.
2: Is it Stoke Newington? Yes,
0: that's the one. That way. was the
2: original one. So that's gone now.
0: I thought so. I thought it was. Yeah.
2: Be. And then there's, I think there's, there was a pop-up at Old Street at one point, but I don't know if it's quite the same. But, yeah, I've never... I had it a couple of times. Very good. And now it's gone. Yeah. My I, dreams have been
0: shattered. I went and had the... Um, I can't remember what it was called now. I think it might have been called the Grizzly Bear, but it was like four yeah. bur- four
2: burgers, cheese and bacon. Fucking oh, amazing. man, it's it so good. Just, yeah, it's a perfect combination idea. of uh, size, quality and messiness. Yeah.
0: Um, good, good answer. Okay, mm-hmm. but did you have another one? Because it sounded like you were going to have a... I liked that. Oh, stucky Bears is good, but you maybe had another option. Uh,
2: Burger and Beyond is pretty good at the moment.
0: Yeah. Okay. You're lucky, mate, yeah. in, in the city to have so many good options. Like me and Ed when, oh, we, were in, when we were a couple of, we to be fair, we went to Honest, which was obviously I do like Honest. I think Honest is one of the good ones. But there are better, obviously. I do like Burger and Beyond. Black Bear is one of my favourites at the minute. Um, but I don't think I'll ever get rid of Bleaker. is like all oh, one of the best.
2: I've, I've got it, it wasn't my favourite. Uh,
1: mm. John
2: is because you've be never known. you've
0: never
1: been out of Wales, None. mate. Um <clears clears throat> I can none of these. I yeah. got Burger King, McDonald's, and then you got Five Guys down the road, I did have which a, is like to me a rip off. I did have Five Guys on. yesterday, to be fair. <laughs> I thought you hated Five Guys.
0: Um, no, I just hated Dan Meek trolling me around saying how good Five Guys was and it's better than Bleecker and everything else. But he he basically it was like the longest con ever. Like he spent about eight weeks on podcast telling everyone how good like basically saying how good Five Guys was and made me believe that he was serious. And he turns out that he told me about eight weeks later that he was only joking to wind me up. And I was like, "You fucking can't
2: <laughs> you were weeks. at hurts." Yeah,
0: I know, I know, I know. Like I said, they was—I was, was devastated because trying to tell me that five guys, is, I can't remember what, even what Burger was comparing against now, but probably like Bleak or something. He's just saying that's mm. way better. And I was just, I just couldn't believe it. Just, I cannot believe it. I like five guys. I, don't get me wrong. But
1: I'm not in the Burger Loop. I didn't know that any of these places existed.
0: No. Well, again, you don't venture outside of Wales, mate.
1: Hey, you? I was in—I was in the big city two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Funny enough trolling around the place wandering about worrying why all you motherfuckers running around so much chill out it's like Monday 11 o'clock in the morning sort your life out <laughs> that's the chill city out.
0: for you mate that's why we're walked... running
2: around trying to find the best burger yeah mm. the
0: best coffee shop I couldn't work in well, London for that reason for like
1: regularly mm. I happened to walk past Parliament when all those bellends were protesting I was like for fuck's sake I had to come right there with all these dickheads causing my causing me pain by not letting me get to the destination in the time frame that I wanted.
0: <laughs> We're on an hour 20. I think we should probably speed this up and let Johnny stop running. Um, <laughs> right. So, um, so whatever. I've asked the burger question. So the next question is, what food would you build a house out of? What
2: the hell? wasn't expecting that, I have Oof. to say. Oof. What would I build it out of? Yeah. Ah, oh. bears. Stokey bears. I like eat it. it.
0: Yeah, that's the problem. Structurally, <laughs> I don't think it lasts very long. You'd eat, you'd eat the foundation. Probably not.
2: I'd die a happy man, though.
1: So. True. I reckon mine's the best. I won't be beaten.
0: I'm asking, Johnny, but go
1: on. That is, have we ever left with a bit of dicks in the bowl and then left it for a good few hours? It's like a fucking rock. Build it of that, it's not falling down.
0: Alright.
1: Good answer, <laughs> I suppose, yeah.
0: True. same with porridge oats or anything like that it dries up like di- encrusted yeah. diamonds doesn't it um, yeah. okay uh, i trying to remember these questions off the top of my head now because I can't remember I'm not going to ask you the one Richie said by the way sorry the man who should not be named I'm not going to no, ask Voldemort. you Voldemort what- yeah Voldemort I'm not going to ask you what he said because um, I'll maybe tell you that off air I think it- I can't yeah, believe tell you asked him on air to be honest because it was pretty bad but <laughs> um, what is your most embarrassing moment? <sighs>
2: I wish you had told me about these beforehand. Well, mm. wouldn't be bad uh, the fun
0: then, you can make stuff up.
2: Running through a field of wheat. Is
0: that because you're celiac? No. And it ended in lots taking of Taking a piss out
2: Theresa May. And she got asked something similar on air, and she obviously didn't want to say that's what she said. Oh, right, okay. Uh, a <laughs> moment. To be honest, the ones that are coming to mind, I'm definitely not going to tell you.
0: Oh, right. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's unfair.
2: I can't think of a good one that's not crossing the line.
0: Okay, but our, sorry. Our, 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 our podcast has very low um, uh, barriers, mate. So or very low lines. Oh, so. oh no,
2: it's not for you guys or listeners. It's for me. All right. Okay. Self-preservation.
0: Okay. I'll I'll think of something. I'll think put so. in my stories. All right. Um, so. Okay. Lastly, then, would you rather? Ooh, which, <laughs> which one I'm gonna pick? <laughs> actually do. You know, I might. No, I'm not gonna ask it. I'll, I'll tell you off I was I was then debating in my head whether I ask you the right the the wrong one I should say, <laughs> but I can't do it. Um, let's just go with it. Would you rather be attacked by a hundred duck sized horses or one horse sized duck?
2: One horse sized duck. You've heard definitely. This.
0: You've obviously heard us say this before.
2: No, You're no, I've uh, no my well. I always have nightmares about it's always fucking small things chasing me. It's never like something massive. It's lots of little small things, like rats or something. So definitely, a horse-sized duck, (laughs) I'll take my chances. Fair. Um,
0: Thank you, mate. No, hopefully, like I I, I do hope that we, like you've balanced the equation a little, or the argument around this diet stuff, because me and Johnny can be a little bit um detrimental or prickish. Prickish yeah. around vegetarian <laughs> and vegan diets. And even though we don't mean to be, we sometimes just can't help ourselves. Um so hopefully you've balanced that out a bit and, and given to the people listening obviously some good value and some insight into why. I think a lot of people watching will probably be on similar mindsets or or lines anyway, as than us and, and what you've said, but I still think it's good to go through some of the the thought process on it because there'll be oh, plenty of people that might. I mean, I, I've I put it this way. I've seen people uh, on on social media, or whatever else, talk about it and say they're now going to a plant-based diet based on what it said. because it's really interesting. I've had a few people message yeah. me asking me about the same similar things. say, that was really interesting. And I'm considering doing it. So hopefully they've listened and and realised why there's definitely some holes at least in in kind of the arguments they put forward. And maybe they should go away and do a bit more of their own research yeah. and, and and think. So no, thank you for that. Do you want to shout out your um, social media handles anything that sure. you want to plug if you've got any space for clients or, or whatever just in case people obviously want to get in touch
2: yeah sure I mean my social media is Luke Hannah underscore PT um, Luke Hannah L Hannah N A, not an H on the end mm-hmm. like the girl's name um, yeah find me on Instagram so, uh, Facebook is uh, Luke Hannah PT as well That's it really. I don't really have anything to sell or plug if you did want to <laughs> <laughs> training me online or otherwise then just send me a message but, well,
0: yeah. I suppose if they ever want personal training in Moorgate, then yeah. head on so down if you're on
2: central London yeah head on down it's a very nice gym nice, pe- nice people cool. good PT not PTs just me we... hey, does, I'm joking, Ma- does I'm joking. Does Mark, does yeah, Ma- Mark is still there yeah. well, he got... so if he listen to this I love you Mark I'm
0: he's joking a- he's not going to listen be really no, he, he would have got
2: bored about 20 minutes into it Probably. Probably.
0: Cool. Well, thank you, mate. It's been been brilliant, and I will hopefully see you soon. Um, Johnny doesn't need yeah. Wales so he probably won't.
2: But well, if you ever guys are anywhere around central, you want to train, I can get you get you in and uh, Ooh, don't train. That. I'll go for a you mean you burger mean, or
0: whatever. Don't don't say that on air. People might listen. Hear <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that too. We'll we have got pass. some good saunas. Mm. Yeah, good.
0: good. Um, right. Well, on that note, this is where Johnny says something funny to sign us off.
1: Uh, it's been emotional. Thanks for listening to the No Nonsense Nutrition podcast. We'll speak to you all next week.